0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. There are two parts to our Gospel text. In the first, Jesus tells his disciples of the suffering and death that awaits him in Jerusalem. In the second, Bartimaeus, the blind beggar, obtains his sight from Jesus. In the first part, we see the lack of faith in the disciples, who are unable to understand Jesus' plain words. And in the second, we find that the blind beggar is an example of true faith, the faith that alone pleases God. Jesus said to his disciples, see, we are going up to Jerusalem and everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished. What's the first word that Jesus says to his disciples? See. The trouble is that the disciples can't see. They have eyes that work perfectly well, but they are incapable of seeing what Jesus wants to tell them. The Son of Man will be delivered over to the Gentiles and will be mocked and shamefully treated and spit upon, and after flogging him they will kill him, and on the third day he will rise. Did the disciples understand this? No, not at all. Luke tells us in a rather repetitive way that they understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what was said. It seems simple enough. None of the words require a dictionary. The Son of Man will be mocked, spit upon, whipped, and killed. Simple enough for us, that is. Yet the disciples couldn't understand what Jesus was saying. Why not? Because human reason, natural wisdom, the fleshly mind can never understand the words of Jesus. Remember, the disciples did not yet have the Holy Spirit, and their carnal understanding was incapable of hearing or believing the gospel. The same can be said for every one of us, apart from the miracle of faith that God works within us. St. Paul writes, The natural man, that is the sinful, unregenerate mind, cannot receive the things of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. That unbelieving mind lives within each one of us, and it cannot hear or understand the words of Jesus. Natural reason cannot grasp the scriptures, nor the love of God, nor the measure of his compassion for us. Human wisdom looks at the death of Jesus and doesn't know what to make of it. Some people will accuse God of divine child abuse. Others look at the crucifixion and see the failure of a movement that had such potential. Some imagine that the crucifixion is nothing more than a fairy tale. It didn't even happen. But who would look at the bloody sacrifice and death of Jesus and see the love of of God and the unfolding of His incredible plan of salvation. Who would look upon Jesus' suffering and say, This is my God, and here is the proof of His compassion for me? Only those who have received the miracle of faith can understand the crucifixion. Only those who have been enlightened by the Holy Spirit can look at this gory spectacle of death and call it good. When in human history has the untimely death of a loved one been a good thing, a cause for rejoicing? Never. And yet we call the day our God died good. Good Friday. Here is something that human wisdom will never understand. First of all, sinful man doesn't even think that the crucifixion was actually necessary. Well, sure, I'm not perfect, but I don't actually deserve death and hell, do I? Yes, my life needs a bit of work, but it's not necessary that someone dies in my place. And reason would rather deal with God according to works. Just give me some time and I'll straighten my life out. And second, in the same way that human reason doesn't understand the need for the cross, it looks at our own suffering and our death and thinks that these things will be pleasing to God. I've suffered a lot. God must be happy with me. I'm paying for my mistakes. Surely this pleases God. But nothing could be further from the truth. The only suffering that pleased God was the suffering of his Son upon the cross. My death will never accomplish anything for my salvation, but the death of Jesus accomplished everything his passion is our hope and comfort his death not your death is the gateway to paradise we don't please god with our suffering now the only thing that pleases god is faith faith in the suffering and death of jesus In fact, the Bible tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please God. God doesn't delight in the death of a sinner. He does not rejoice when we encounter grief and loss. God delights